Boom. Welcome to the Short Convos podcast with myself as Miralai and my good friend. JC Warrior of Light. Jay, how are you feeling? How am I feeling? Well, I thought we'd jump straight in at the deep end uh, today. No uh, deep end. Around. Yeah, no, no fluffering it up with pillows. Uh, mm. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start with a quote. We usually finish with our featured quote, and I'm going to start with a quote. And I'm not okay. going to do it any justice. I can't remember if we spoke about this uh, last week or not. Uh, but I watched this film over Christmas. It relates to how I feel, and I wanted to oh, see if you I'm can lost. guess the film. Oh, hello. Have say you that again. Your your audio dropped out for a second. Repeat. Oh, for a second. Time. So uh, I'm not sure if I mentioned I watched this film over Christmas. And I want to see if you can guess the film. And uh, it relates to the question you just asked, how we're doing, how we're doing okay. this week. So what's this war in the heart of nature? Why does nature vie with itself? The land contend with the sea. Is there an avenging power in nature? Not one power, but two. That great evil, where does it come from? How did it still into the world? What seed? What route did it grow from? Who's doing this? Who's killing us? Robbing us of life and light. Mocking us with the sight of what we might have known. Does our ruin benefit the earth? Does it help the grass to grow, the sun to shine? Is the darkness in you too? Have you passed through this night? Darkness, light, strife and love. Are they the workings of one mind, the features of the same face? Maybe all men got one big soul, who everybody's a part of, all faces of the same man, one big self. Does it ring any bells? You've probably not seen it. Not wrong, a single bell, no. but I liked it. It was pretty. Thin red line. Okay, I've not seen Have it. Have you you've seen it? Okay, it's a war film, and uh, I won't pretend I know the trauma of war, because I've never experienced that and uh, don't want to. I haven't chosen to. Uh, but it talks in the film about uh, the... It's it it is really cinematography film. It's really, really, like, really beautifully shot. And uh, there's, for instance, this beautiful uh, rainforest tree and there's this vine going around it. And he's basically talking about is war part of nature? Is the death that war brings uh, part of nature? So we always think of mother nature, the earth that gives and everything. But the whole premise of the film is about what about the thought of a opposite uh, evil, which is mother nature taken away from you. And uh, it just got me thinking before uh, coming on, I thought I'd have that one ready there. Like you asked how mm. I'm doing. I, I'm not where I was last week. Like last week was New Year. Like I was proper buzzing. I was as high as. And I wanted to talk about this roller coaster rather than saying, oh, last week I was great. This week I'm not great. Uh, I've got a defined reason that I, I got COVID. Uh, so, uh, yes, it got me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So it's real, it's real. Uh, you know, <laughs> thankfully, touch wood, I'm not in intensive care. I don't need any, you know, ventilation or anything like that. But I was starting to feel a little, not so uh, sharp on Friday last week. And then over the weekend, I still had to do an open day. We had an open day. Do you want to hit that bell? Ding! Loads of new oh, people. I so I, I got that open day. Yes, it's back. 
got that open day uh, done. It required quite a bit of, uh, you know, a full weekend, basically. And then ran into Tuesday, Wednesday, uh, Monday, Tuesday, you know, homeschooling and getting a week going. And then today, like last night, Lauren and I said, uh, I'll just rest today, literally just rest. I just felt like that, that plummet. And uh, yeah, what is this where... Or is it nature in itself where you're you're up and then you're down and then like everything just feels so different to last week. Like last week it's like, yeah, bring on the world, I've got this. New week, new year, new blah, blah. And this week it's like, bleh, bleh. Well, yeah, definitely how you feel in your body affects it, doesn't it? Like when your body is beaten up and run down and fighting something else. Uh, like uh, you have no doubt that you're just powering through and getting it done anyway uh, but it certainly takes its toll so I think that's part of it but yeah I, I do it's it's balance isn't it we love that word we come back to yeah. it every single week but I think it is that you can't have the light without the dark you can't have the one without the zero the plus without the minus you, you just it's the way of things you, you know we can't have all this new life if people aren't going to die because otherwise this planet would kind of suffocate itself if all there was was new life all the time um and you know long before covid we have cancer we have strokes we have brain aneurysms all of these you know really horrific illnesses and diseases and a lot of them like brain aneurysm just happens there's no rhyme or reason to it you just might be really unlucky you could be feeling perfectly fine out for a jog and it just goes bang takes you yeah and there's no is it fair is it right is it just it's just like you said mother nature uh, and sometimes she's a cruel mistress she uh she don't, she don't really care uh that's where just i think i'm with it with this week is i think in the past one will fight it a bit too much and like today and the last couple of days i've really noticed that it's like don't fight it don't fight it just just go with it. And yeah, that, that ties on to exactly what I was going to say next. So I wonder, because uh, we, we didn't really talk on it properly, did we, about the seasons and the idea no, and that. So, it, but we didn't go into it. Yeah, so 2021, I, I had a bit of a thought for a goal is to live more by the seasons. And I think, you know, you could quite easily do that with eating, couldn't you? You only eat certain fruit produce during a certain, it's all too ready available, isn't it now? Mm-hmm. Uh, but is there is there like a productiveness or a creative force or even a destructive force that would be better to do at certain times of year? Like I, I said last week about that whole tidying out. I enjoy that, that tidying out. Is that something worth doing over winter? Because that's the time where, you know, nature tidies out doesn't it? it it drops its leaves it 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 gets rid of a lot of dead stuff to then grow again yeah i i think so I, but i i like to use a farm as a good analogy for it because with a farm obviously you reap what you sow and you have to have a period of planting and then a period of harvesting and then there's this other period where you have to let the soil recover uh, and you have to, you know, fertilize your soil or relay it and prepare it for the next, the next growth cycle. Uh, and then what's interesting with farms is again, what we were talking about, the seasonal thing is there's no, if you've got all different areas of your farm, no two areas are usually the same. So your strawberries aren't going to be good till August, 
but your rhubarb is ready at a different time. So it's like not I don't like rhubarb. Neither do I. I couldn't think of anything else <laughs> in the farm. It was a real brain freeze. <laughs> but you got different things at different times. So I don't think everything needs to stop in the winter, which isn't practical or realistic. But I do agree with what you're saying that you could pocket things and, and specify things for certain times a year. Like clearing out is definitely for me a winter thing. I seem yeah. to accumulate through the year you know whatever I accumulate and then yeah I do a clear out towards the end of the year and then I feel better going into the new year knowing that I've got rid of whatever it is the one pair of socks I didn't like so what else what else then on that sort of line of things for the season or I wasn't really trying to overthink this goal I didn't want to mm -hmm. sort of uh put down well by this time I want to have that many or that or this or that I just want to sort of go with this one uh, but does it bring anything else to mind on that line of things with the seasons so I one that I would be curious how you're going to approach it is exercise okay uh, because for me I know what exercise feels good and it generally feels good all year round um, so I, I've never felt the need to train differently in the summer as I do in the winter. The only difference is I might train more outdoors in the summer and more indoors during the winter. So I don't know if there's that something in terms of, is there a certain time of year where you're, you get the feeling to do more cardio, go for more runs? Is there a certain time of year where you feel the need to lift weights? Okay. Uh, and then the martial arts, you know, we do that all year round. So it's, I don't know if that's going to be something that you're going to, take into consideration yeah. of it. I haven't even that's thought about it. And that's part of the convo is, you know, to, yeah. Uh, yeah. The food, that. like you said, is obvious. The food is what, what grows you eat and what doesn't grow, you don't eat and try to avoid, you know, imported stuff. Um, yeah. If, if that's what you want to do. But things like exercise, it's like... And what you wear. What you wear as well is obviously seasonal. Yeah, exactly. Because it's just temperature dependent isn't it so i think yeah. it's more the, the things that especially through our creature comforts of being humans like indoor heating and all the rest of it uh are you going to ignore the seasons in those ones or are you going to still i think i want to i think i definitely want to go down the route of it being for a productive reason as yeah. in to do it like yeah uh i don't think i'm gonna say all right for winter we won't have any electricity because <laughs> that's not gonna just, be so just fires yeah yeah it just fires it's not gonna be so productive uh, i think it's got to be for for a benefit at the end of the day and uh, a bit like the whole screen uh, uh, not sharing uh, screen saving uh, you know uh, time management and everything that's definitely been a benefit we spoke about that you know a few episodes ago I'd like to do things seasonal for for a benefit and uh, if that means you know the benefit of a clear out is in the winter that's when when you do it kind of thing yeah, I think the biggest thing productivity wise is where in the year do you feel you have the most energy and kind of timetabling that bit of the year to go crush things uh, and, and push yourself to like the limit because the, the bad habit I think you especially can sometimes have is you push yourself to the limit all year round and then you end up with that feeling of the end of the year of a bit of burnout and feeling overworked. But, and then you talked about how you would like to do like a hibernation in winter, like you feel the need to hibernate. And I think that comes from that. But maybe if you say, look, spring, summer, 
we are all guns are blazing regardless of how rough it gets but in autumn i am going to slow it down and in winter i am going to slow it down further i think that's the biggest thing in terms of your productivity that would need to shift to fit with it yeah and i think that is one of the immediate goals i thought about and what brought this to mind as well was that burnout at the end of the year and uh, trying to avoid that for you know prior to thinking about the whole excuse me covid <coughs> uh, prior to the whole uh, yeah idea of the seasons the whole sitting in the more productive quadrant uh, definitely sounds more appealing you know planning preparing all those sort of things rather than the firefighting firefighting quadrant of uh you know rushing because it's this weekend you've got to get it done kind of thing yeah the, the tricky part is and i guess that's where everyone struggles is you're trying to fit this model in into a socio-economic system that doesn't support it because the socio-economic system wants you going 365 you know, yeah. maybe you take the day off for Christmas, but other than that, you, you should work all the way through. And that's but, where the struggle is. That's where you're going to meet resistance to it. Yeah, but isn't all, uh, all thoughts just an idea in the beginning and then you have to, and then maybe it ripples effects, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think it's like a, I think the way you're going to approach it is like a philosophy rather than a yes. hard set of rules that you're going yes. to follow by, um, which, you know, I think is what you need to do. It's just listening to yourself, isn't it? It's listening to yeah. yourself when you say you're tired and when you say you're hungry and when you say, right, now's the time to push a bit harder. Yeah, and when we get outside, uh, as in with nature, uh, I'll uh, definitely find a connection there with what what feels right at what time of year as well. And for instance, my bonsais, I, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna catalog, I'm not gonna go as bad and mad as writing it all down, but I might write in my notes and in my journal of uh, the season with them and use them as like, okay, they're growing mad at the moment. So let's grow mad at the moment kind of, kind of thing and see if you can yeah. harness that universal energy at that, that time. Yeah, follow the trees. Yes, I like that. So that's how I am this week. As how about you? Where are you at this week? I, I'm good this week. I, I have a, a nice bonsai story for you. Oh, uh, I like it. Like that. I love um, sound. Do you remember off the top of your head what the bonsai shop near you is called? I know it begins with a H. Herons. Herons that's bonsai. The one. So uh, I know that early spring is a good time to repot your bonsais because the tree starts you know, uh, growing did, again oh, and all the rest. Did of I say I got a new pot? I got a new pot, Christmas pot. For those on at home there, you can't really see it, can you? Those at home are just showing as a, a new pot. Oh, pretty. There you go. There you go. Because you're not going to be able to see it for a while. We are, we are in sync because I also got a new pot from Erin ah. Bonsai. Uh, ah. I, I actually found him on YouTube. I was watching some videos to kind of update my knowledge on repotting bonsais and make sure that I hadn't not going to do anything stupid come early, you know late February early March and realized that I was watching a video from them uh, they've actually got quite an established little YouTube channel uh, which then took me to their website and then took me to ordering a bunch of stuff because they're closed at the minute and I thought I want to support them uh, through this time so rather than going to Amazon or something I'll order uh, order from these guys so all of that arrived and that just really excited me to uh, get out and do some work on the trees at some point so 
Uh, I know you'd appreciate oh, good it for you. since it's your it's your local store. So yeah, uh, small local yeah. business which we're, we're have trying you got the to pot at hand? I do not have the pot at hand. It's oh, okay. uh, it has not arrived. It's been it's oh, it's on, not arrived yet. It's dispatched. It's dispatched. It's on route. We're talking about a really new story. I love this. Yeah, I love it's, it. It's fresh. This was just just from the other day. Uh, I might you know we're we're mad in sync today. My quote was semi COVID related since yours was kind of semi COVID related. Yeah. Uh, I, it's also just a real cheap one because normally our quotes are from some profound leader or some kind and it, it carries some weight. This is from a random Twitter user um, who's, they've even scribbled out her name, but she's took a selfie with her sunglasses and that's her profile picture. Uh, but I think you'll enjoy this. I can't believe we used to go to bowling alleys and stick three fingers into a bowling ball that countless other people touched. And then we use them same fingers to eat fries and wings and pizza like God couldn't touch us. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I like that. that that's uh, probably the best analogy I've, I've heard of the situation. That's great. I love that. This came from a friend of mine who works in retail. He's in a post office that is still obviously uh, open. And he had a customer come in, pull a Kleenex out from her handbag run it over the escalator band that goes on the side uh, yeah. and then presented it to him with dirt on it saying you know you need to sort this out this is this is unacceptable uh given the current situation this can't be the way things are all right uh, yeah and he's he's looking at it he's telling me this story that he's looking at it and going who doesn't know that escalators are dirty that <laughs> that you probably don't want to touch the band. And if you do touch it, you probably then don't want to lick your fingers <laughs> following that. You probably want to go wash your hands. Uh, I, I don't know, it, it brought it to my mind and I thought it was funny since we're trying to laugh at it all rather than uh, be miserable about it and moan about it. Yeah, the, this whole hygiene thing, uh, I wonder if it is going to stick around for a long time now. This, what I mean by that is obviously washing your hands is hopefully something that will stick around forever, as it has done. Uh, but it's not new. With it. Yeah, it's not new washing your hands, is it? Well, what was the slogan a little while ago, wasn't it? It was like, uh, wash it. Catch it, wash it. it yeah, yeah exactly. Like, it's not new. And we wash our hands before we eat. We wash our hands once we've touched the dogs. If you're going to then, uh, again, eat or, you know, touch stuff or, or whatever else. We're, we have a good routine, but we're not... We're not to that point of OCD where we've never washed all of the shopping when it's arrived or we've never washed uh, all of our clothes once we've been out in this whole pandemic. It's like, yeah, I, I've got it now, but I can I can kind of trace where it's come from. And it's like, uh, yeah, that's another, another story anyway. But yeah, I wonder if this whole or uh, I because you're not super clean yourself in a sense of micro yeah and everything i'm not a germaphobe oh, yeah. sure. no that's no. the word yeah yeah no i'm i'm not a germaphobe I, I generally think that if you do martial arts sorry, <laughs> that um you you can't be a germaphobe because no. it generally involves being around other sweaty people and then having their sweaty foot in your mouth for at least a split second like it's just it's not really con congruent with being a germaphobe it just doesn't no. work that way so no but I, i'm not and i think it will stick around for a long time I, like sars which was the it was covid um they yeah. they were still wearing masks you know all the way up to this one uh in china because of that it's it just became 
part of the culture uh, at mm. that point. So I, I think a lot of people will, you know, well, I find it strange seeing someone wearing a mask when they're walking on their own outdoors. Uh, but they yeah each to their own if that's what you need to or do, in a car safe. on their own i i kind of get the car a bit more because maybe someone else is going to share the vehicle yeah or you might be a cab uh, driver or something but yeah yeah the the walking one really gets me because i see it in the park all the time where you know you are social distance you're on your own and no one's going to come up and cough in your mouth so i just think why are you doing it? Yeah. Other than, you know, that's just become the norm now that as you go out and put your mask on, maybe you did, maybe you went in a shop and you've walked out and you haven't even realized. And it's now just, you're so used to it being on your face that it's just there. So I, I think it will stick around for a while. It's not necessarily a bad thing, I guess, in the sense that. In the grand uh, scheme of it all, no. No, I don't know if it's going to like deteriorate our immune system to the point where we're all gonna, you know, be able to die from the common colds because we don't have any antibodies <laughs> we, anymore. But yeah, yeah I, I think it goes too far, but again, I, we're gonna try not to moan about it, right? Yeah, oh no, 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 I'm not ranting. What, do you need a rant this week? Have you got, got to get it out? I, I'm not, no, I'm- I don't, uh, I don't feel like I ever need a rant. I think I'm just very naturally good at doing it. <laughs> they just they just come to me. So uh, no, I don't feel like I need one. I'm, 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 I'm chilled out, we're good. No, yeah. no rant necessary. What about a top three? Did you come prepared? Did I come prepared with a top three? I did not come prepared with a top three, but I could definitely pull one out of thin air if you feel that. Unless I've got, got one, but there. it is food related. So it kind of knocks two of our features at once. Okay, well, actually, I might have a food topic separate to follow it. So let's do your oh, okay. top three, right. and I might have a separate, unless it's going to be your top three, because yeah. we're so in sync this week. Well, well, first of all, it can either be your top three, I don't know. Then again, it might be your worst three. Oh, it's a bit, you know, we'll wait and see. Do you like smoothies? Do you have a smoothie? Yes, Maker. I like smoothies. Uh, so I don't know if I can do a top three, but... Okay. Well, because right. you like it that much, or you don't have free? No, I don't think I have free that I like that. I, you know, that I can pull out of my head and go, I definitely like these free. But I can well, give we'll two that I like and one that I don't like. That's easy. Okay. All right. Yeah, we, we, we can, can do, do that then. So yeah, I, right, I, then. I want these speeches to make us think a little bit, and so we yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. You know, be simple, should we? Don't well, my my go-to smoothie is banana and peanut butter with milk banana and peanut butter with milk that's my so, my go-to smoothie sorry you have to make this smoothie for me now go on so, uh, run the, me through the details so the, the smoothie machine lives under the toaster as in the toaster always stays on the top and you get the smoothie machine out uh, you get obviously the receptacle and the thingy that goes on top and it does all of that so peel a full banana full banana in not frozen uh, not frozen. Uh, we do have smoothie mix, but uh, that was actually my second one. Uh, so my favourite smoothie mix is banana and strawberries uh, because I really like that. Again, with milk, I really like that sort of uh, frozen yogurt type effect right, that, yeah. That, that, yeah, you get from it. So that, that was my second one. So back to my first one. So throw in there the banana. 
Uh, and then uh, we, we get like big tubs of uh, peanut butter, uh, like crunchy peanut butter. It's like a natural one. It's all like oily and that. So you get a big, you throw a big spoonful of that in. If I'm feeling it, honey. But I'm, I'm quite often in a rush making this. So honey doesn't always land in there. But I do like a bit of honey in there. Obviously, plenty of milk. Uh, Wooz it up, whiz it up, and then drink away. So yeah, they're, they're, they're my top two. Beautiful, beautiful. Right, my top two, one of them matches yours pretty much, but with some adjustments. Um, it's banana and strawberry, but I get a frozen banana. So we buy bananas, let them get pretty ripe, peel them, stick them in a Ziploc bag, stick, stick them in the freezer. Because uh, then for whatever it is, it just makes it a bit more creamy. And I think this is because I can't have it with milk because then I'll turn inside uh, out. Yeah, of course, so yeah. I need to make up for the lack of ice creaminess that I don't get from either making it with water or a nut milk, which is water. Um, then strawberries, and then now my, my choice has been oat milk, but cashew milk, almond milk, it's all great. One of those will work. My second one, which is my favorite, but I can't really have it anymore because my wife has a peanut allergy. So it's been removed from me and I miss it. Like a, like a good dear friend, is chocolate whey protein, again, uh, almond milk or whatever, a huge scoop of peanut butter and a bit of honey. And that is, just, it's just dessert in a bowl and it's got some protein in it so you don't feel too guilty about it. Uh, and it was just beautiful. But if I make it, then I've just contaminated the smoothie maker and she'll probably die. So <laughs> yeah. weighing up the options, it's probably not probably not great. Do you well, have a smoothie you don't like? Yeah, well, that's what I thought for the third one. So Lauren, she bought a packet of like this smoothie mix, you know, the pre-made frozen stuff. And it was mango and spinach. And it was like, it just does not work does not work yeah, it, I can't it, imagine it, does. it went stringy and everything it was like loopy so yeah no no none of, none of that i don't really point down the veg route at all with the smoothie i do like a carrot though in a smoothie there's something about the color of the orangeness as well that i do yeah. like in that okay well we continue to be in sync because my not liking smoothie is an entire category which is green smoothies no one in their life has given me one and I've gone, mm, that's good. <laughs> How'd you make that? Spinach though, on its own, it works. Uh, but again, with milk. So I don't know where you're going to be with that. Well, yeah. So I've put spinach in with strawberries and bananas and it kind of just takes a lot of the sweetness out, but it, it kind of, they balance it each works. other out and it's fine. But a green smoothie where people are like, oh, put an apple in it, put a kiwi <laughs> in it. And then, you know, a handful of spinach and kale, but it just tastes like spinach and kale. And it's just <laughs> gross. Uh, and I keep trying them and everyone's like, use an avocado to make it milky <laughs> and creamy. And it's like, no, it's not <laughs> what happens. It just, it just gloops up at the bottom and, and doesn't taste very good. So no, green smoothies, anyone wants to put it in the comments how to make a good green smoothie. I'm listening. Yeah. Let us know. There we go. Let, well, let us know. Your food topic. You said you had a food topic to run with after this. I have a food topic to run with after this. It is, and I'm going to, this came to mind because I know we spoke previously that you've had things with food, like back and forth. Relationships. Yeah. So I, I was going to go for this now as I had it in mind as a top three, but we won't do a top three. We will just do favorite 
favorite protein source? Okay. Across the board. So it doesn't have to be meats, uh, but favorite, go to, you need to get some protein, you feel the need. What'd you go for? Favorite protein. Okay, you've sort of uh, thrown it on me. I, I'm very much a, Lauren says, are you happy if we eat this? And I'm like, yeah, whatever. I, I'm very much, okay. I, I, I'll be honest, hand in the hair, I have very little input to what I consume uh, okay. on, a, on a main meal uh, from. But if I, if I had to say just one go-to, uh, it would be fish. Uh, I, re I really do enjoy fish. And uh, I like a, uh, a, a tuna steak, for instance. Not your tinder tuna, a nice tuna steak. Something like that would be my, my main go-to uh, pro protein source. But we're now starting to eat a lot more, uh, well, I've decided to eat a lot more vegetarian or uh, I'm a free eater, so I eat what I want when I want. But during the week, especially, we've steered away from eating meat. Uh, Lauren hasn't done for a while. I'm steering away from that. And uh, we've had some really nice, like, chickpeas and things like this. And I, I've really enjoyed that and don't feel I've ever missed, oh, the red meat or that side of it. Like, I've always really enjoyed a burger. I love a burger. And we've got these new vegetarian burgers, which are just, they're as good as the real thing. They are as good as the real the, thing. Are these the meat style ones? You know, the ones that, not imitation meat, but you would think you were eating a real burger. This is close to. the Last week I had a real burger and that one next to it from a purely trial point of view. And mm -hmm. I actually saved the uh, vegetarian one to last to enjoy the most because I, I liked it more than the, the meat one on that occasion. Yeah. Huh. So fish, if I had to call just one thing, I, you know, we're obviously not debating where the best protein source and all of that is, yeah. but yeah, just a, a fish meal. If I, if I was feeling, oh, you know, I need a little bit of protein here. You? Yeah. Uh, for me, it's, well, I'm a big meat eater and always have been. And I think I will be till I, till I die. My, my wife is now practically vegan. She's like very slowly but surely moved in that direction. I have no issue with it at all, uh, but I've still consistently ate meat uh, but actually i'd say it's eggs um i just I, I find it's the ease of it it's just the it takes less than a minute depending on how you want to cook them you can just get them on a plate eat them and they're just good for you without a lot of work and generally they're pretty available and pretty easy uh and i just i can eat them every way you know you you have a few fried eggs you get sick of it you switch them to scrambled it's like a new dinner you have a few boiled eggs, it's a different dinner. So eggs has been like a go-to for me for a real long time. Even though I would say, you know, I take a steak over eggs. Yeah, I've actually started to move away from eggs. Like, likewise, I, you know, that's why I didn't say it, is because I have used eggs a lot for breakfast, for, you know, after workout, those kind of things in the past. And, you know, from your scramble to your omelette to, to everything. Uh, and I do still enjoy egg, but I'm starting to feel, it's hard to explain, like I don't want to eat an egg. Uh, we spoke about this with the milk, didn't we? With the cow's yeah. milk. Uh, yeah. I'm feeling like I don't want, and I, it's not because of the, the poor chick that's in there or anything like that. It's just, I'm starting not to want to eat an egg. And I, I'm not sure why now, actually. I, I think if your body tells you something like that, where you, you just don't 
want to eat it anymore. I think you should listen to it. I, I don't think you should resist that or fight it. I guess for me, I've just never had that. I've never had my body say to me, I don't really fancy that bit of lamb or that bit of beef or that anymore ever. It's just never happened. So uh, I've, I, I can understand it, but I don't have any kind of sympathy for it that I've never experienced it. Mm. But I think if your body's telling you that there's a reason for it, a lot of people, are, they, they build up allergies and stuff like late in life. I'm not saying that's what it is. Uh, mm. but you can develop an intolerance to something or it just doesn't sit right in your gut after a while. Or it is just subconsciously, you just don't feel right for how animals are treated. And even if that's not at the forefront of your mind, it just doesn't. I think that might be it, actually. Now that you've said that, I think that might be it. I think uh, really, if you look at it all, like, you know, the, the farming of animals just isn't great in, in its general uh, look at it. But I think the chickens have probably had the hardest deal of all, haven't they? When you really think about the whole fast food side of it, I think that might be it. It might be a little bit like, well, if we don't feed that, I feed myself that, we're not feeding that production anymore kind of thing. Even going down the route of, you know, free range and that, which we usually do anyway. So, yeah, um, but I, I'm not adverse to any food. Like if uh, I went to someone's house, if I was invited and someone gave us a meal, there would be nothing I would tell them and go, whoa, I'm not going to eat that. Uh, like Lauren and Daisy, they're really enjoying that uh, at the moment. They come dine with me, you know, where they eat around each other's houses. And, you know, you've got some people and they're like, oh, no, I won't eat that. I won't eat that. There was nothing I wouldn't ever eat uh, out of respect like that. I might not enjoy it. I might not like the taste, but I will still consume it. And I'm very much like that. Lauren's like, oh, this for dinner. Yeah, okay, well, well, you, is there anything that you will say? Nope, not here, mate. Baked beans. Baked, oh, yeah, of course, the baked beans. Baked beans. It's, and I think it's the only one. Everything else... You put it in front of me, I will at least try it. Uh, and if I don't like it, I'll let you know I don't like it. But but uh, yeah, I've, I'm very open food-wise. I don't have anything that I don't particularly like. But yeah, baked beans is just a big, big fat no. So next week, let's get Ian on. And uh, <laughs> you you bring a, a tin of baked beans and you got to eat a, a tin of baked beans. It's you can just, eat them up. Gonna it's just not going to happen. You can heat them up. You can, you know, you even, even walking down the aisle and seeing that can, I'm already a little bit like my stomach <laughs> is, is not enjoying <laughs> the sight of it. It's <laughs> a real, I don't know what it is. I, my, I have a very logical, you know me, ones and zeros, ones and zeros. There's something about that where I just go very non ones and zero-y and I just go zero, 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 zero. Not interested. Yeah, I think because it's locked down and everything, I think you need to do it. So... Even the thought yeah. of it, like my tongue is regressing <laughs> in my mouth to try and run away yeah. from the whole idea. It's, it's not enjoying it. I'll try, maybe. Maybe not. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. No. Well, on that note, we better go because you got to go get some beans then. <laughs> the stores are closed. I can't go. Lockdown. I have to stay home. Sorry. I'll get them delivered. <laughs> <laughs> but I think we healed our features there uh, this week. I have a little note to look at. So, yeah, I'm pleased with that. Good. I'll try and think Incredible of a, a non-food related top three next week. As will I. We'll, we'll have them ready and prepared to go for sure. Otherwise, and, uh, we'll turn into a food podcast, which yeah. I have no problem with. 
<laughs> and as always, the convo always brings a lightness to one's soul. Uh, so I, w- I right physically didn't feel so great today, but the, the lightness is definitely lifting. It's lifting. just good to talk. So as thank always, you, sir. Pleasure, guys. Subscribe, like, share, comment, do all that stuff, and we will see you next time. Peace out. Catch up later.